0: Once upon a morning, there was a freshly brewed McCafe coffee. It was made with 100% Arabica beans, yet something was missing. Fear not, in the distance, a sausage McMuffin with egg rides toward the sunrise in quest for breakfast. The perfect pair met at McDonald's, and mornings were happy forever after. Right now, get a $1 small coffee and a $2 sausage McMuffin with egg from the $123 menu. Prices and participation may vary, cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.
1: Hello and hello. Welcome to another edition of A Different Identity. My name is Lawrence Jackson and guess what? I'm being joined by the hostess with the Moses, the most controversial, the most classy, but most of all, she is my cousin and she is the world famous, world renowned and free spirited author Pam Laments. Hey, this show is being brought to you by our good friends and media partners at May We Help You Radio. Each week we share our insight, our perspective, and most of all, our experiences. And why do we do that? Because we want to show you the value of doing things, seeing things, and experiencing things differently. We believe that when you know better, you will do better. Better is exactly what we want you to be. Better in what you see, better in what you believe, and guess what? you better. Already started in 2017. So once again, it is time to talk about it on this edition of A Different Identity. Pam Pam. Yes. Yeah. You know that should be 2017. Pam, pam Pam. What?
2: Oh God, that sounds like Bam Bam. Bam Bam was a bully,
1: but I got something to fix Hey, that is Girl, it. You I got
2: something to fix Oh, I might like it. Well, 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 well. It is 2017, and my voice may sound just a tad bit not like myself because I've been battling the flu this week, but thanks be to God, he knows I love the radio show, and I have enough voice to get me through this hour. So with that being said, I have to remind you, please join our Facebook page. It is called a different identity radio talk show page. We have so much interesting, interesting conversations on that page. I mean, we talk about everything from your, your sister sleeping with your man to you. Where, would you rather put your son out or your man out? Who got to go? So if you want to join that interesting conversation, we encourage you to go to that page right now, not later, you might forget. Go right now and send us a member request, and I'll approve it right away. Also, if there's a subject that you would love for us to talk about, it doesn't necessarily have to be a relationship question. Even though we enjoy that topic, we'll talk about anything. Just call us Dear Lawrence and Pam, and we'll gladly answer your questions send it to a different identity at gmail.com and with that being said I'm so excited about the topic when Lawrence shared it with me I said yes I'm all in both feet jumped in not even don't even know how to swim but guess what I'm going to swim through this topic today Lawrence
1: All right, all right. And again, I share Pam's uh, sentiment, thanking everyone for your participation and cooperation um, in joining the show. So, Pam, you know, I, I got to start it off. Um, I did not look at your post, but I looked at something else, which I thought was really interesting. And hopefully, I don't know if this will set the stage, but it, it, it might uh you know, add some twists and turns to what I'm about to talk about. So I saw this post that somebody posted, and they said, lady, when you know you're wrong or that you messed up, how do you show your man that you are truly apologetic? Mm. So I want to start off talking about that. Mm. Mm.
2: That's a good one. Some of it I can't say on air. But I'll say the things that I can say on air. Would that work? <laughs> I think when well, you're wrong, ladies, you got to put in some extra work. And I mean work. So, you know, we're wrong, especially as women, because when we are wrong, we almost hate to say it because we are always, because men are always wrong. So we hate to say that we're wrong. And when we are wrong, oh, MG. So that's a time where he might get a special dinner, either I'm cooking or I'm taking him out, or he, he may even have a special gift in line, depending on how mad he is. You know, so I expect the same thing, though. When he makes, he um, when he's wrong, then he should do some things too. Words are tingling symbols. So, you know, uh, and any man that's dealing with Pam, then he knows that I will reciprocate that. So that means that he has to go the extra mile just like I would. I think that when you're wrong, especially, and I'm going to be serious, okay. I'm going to be serious for a minute because I'm going to be awful later. Um, I think that when you're wrong, you old, as you get older, words start not to mean as much anymore because we've grown up running through words and hearing words that absolutely mean nothing obviously based on the um, actions that follow. So I think mm-hmm. that when it comes to apologies as you get older, let your actions do the
1: talking. Okay. All right, gentlemen, you, you heard uh, what the female perspective is on that. So so let's let's get into tonight's conversation. So mm-hmm. you know, I, was, I, was, mm-hmm. I was listening I'm to um, I'm ready. Oh, my gosh. I'm
2: ready. I'm ready. I'm pumped. I was, I'm pumped. I,
1: I, you ready? Well, let me let me just introduce it, and then you can get into all of that, all right? So, you know, I was listening to, uh, as a matter of fact, I was listening to Bishop T.D. Jakes today, and, and he was uh, doing his sermon. He was kind of doing his introduction, and he said something that I believe that is very, very interesting and hopefully very applicable to tonight's conversation. And he was talking about two scales. And so I was like, okay, well, what is he talking about? And he said the first scale is the things that we've done. And he said the second scale is, um, let's, let's call it the male-female thing. So we're saying we're looking at the things that we've done versus the things that your partner or um, your, your significant other has done. And he was basically saying, how do you weigh that? And so even from the question um, that I just asked you in reference to how how do you repair something when you know you've messed up, when you know that you're wrong, w- what does that look like from the male and female perspective? And so considering tonight's conversation in reference to how you have that conversation, I, and, and, and I'm going to keep referring to the two scales, I'm going to ask you is it a necessary conversation to have in reference to your past from the female perspective?
2: I think that knowing your past, knowing your mate's past is helpful. Uh, I think that it is helpful because it helps you, you put your presence in perspective. There mm-hmm. may be some things or um, things that you do or some or say that line up with your past and sometimes i know matter i know men don't like to hear this but sometimes men and women we need to tailor our present to avoid a deja vu if, okay. you, if you are considerate enough of one another i think that you could you should do that in a healthy way because i think that when you're truly ready for a relationship you won't find a perfect one but you'll find the perfect one for you, which means you'll have to make some compromises and some amendments, but I think in the long run it'll be worth it. So I think that you do need to know good and bad what has happened in the past so that you can move forward with um, the present. I'm going to give you a little easy example. Okay. Like I'm, I'm I'm, a girl who's never really received flowers. Maybe once or twice in my lifetime. And people, men on me will say, Never received flowers, oh, once or twice, but I, you know, I, I've just never met no matter how much I like flowers, I never meet men who really give shower a woman with flowers.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And they're like, wow, you know, that's interesting. But I'm sharing that because maybe you were up in the air about whether or not you wanted to ever give me flowers because you didn't know if I liked them, or was I a girl who, you know, some men meet me in a that I've always been showered with things because of how I carry myself and things that I may own. They assume that. But I think that giving them that glimpse of, you know, into who I am lets them know, oh, well, she would enjoy flowers. Some women hate flowers. So, you know, maybe that's giving him, you know, maybe he was a man who loved to give a woman flowers, but every time he ran into one, she's like, I don't like flowers. I don't like them things. They die. Well, I'm like, no, I'm not that girl. I love them. So, it, and that's an easy thing from the past to say, no, I've never really received flowers once or twice, but that was
1: about it. So okay. that's giving him so, something positive. Okay. So let me ask this question, um, and this is just in a general sense, and maybe I'll, I'll add some color to it if I need to. But do we expect people to be more forgiving when it comes to uh, the things that we've done um, versus the things that we could possibly hear about that person whether or not they hear well, you find out about it or whatever
2: before before we answer Lance, it looks like we have a caller on the line
1: already I'm
2: going okay. to bring our caller in Lawrence. welcome to a different identity do you have a question or a comment
3: hi i have a comment um that i wanted to share okay okay welcome okay Thank you. Um, this is my first time calling in and I was invited by miss Pam. Um, so I'm excited to be a, a part of the show. Um, but I did want to just go ahead and elaborate on something that she had said earlier about when a guy says he's um, not looking for a relationship. Um, I make it my guy card card hold for letting you in on this but whenever you hear that from a guy, that's a sign that we have been hurt and we're afraid of getting into a relationship because we don't want to be hurt by someone that we are really into. So if 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 a guy comes up to you or if you're seeing someone or if you know you're dating and you want to move the relationship forward and he says, No, I'm not really looking for a relationship, number one, he really is looking for a relationship, but he's just afraid of being hurt and rejected by you because he feels that he really is attracted to you. So instead of being let down and disappointed and hurt, we just put a guard up and say, I'm not looking for that.
1: And I I agree. I think that that is a valid statement, and I appreciate you making that. The the flip side of that is I think it's not just done on the male side, but it's done on the female side as well. So I I think that is one of the things um, that we can kind of share because Again, if you're feeling somebody, if you're into them and you're kind of waiting for the opportunity and now you get this, uh, you get the the yellow cone that comes out that says, hey, (laughs) I'm not really looking for anything, I think we're going to pump our brakes a little bit and and, and possibly uh, try and feel things out first and kind of see where it goes before we kind of go all in." Pam, anything from you? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead.
3: No, I, I, like- I, would ag- I would agree, but I would just encourage a female, if they hear that, don't become discouraged. I would actually encourage them to take that as a compliment because in all actuality, as a man, when we're saying that, we're saying that out of fear of rejection because we do have so many overwhelming feelings for you. And okay. so in order to protect us and not be really hurt. We, we say that, but it's because we really do care about the, the the young lady. Okay.
2: And you know, I think that's very interesting that you say that because normally what we hear, especially here on the radio, is that men are direct and they say what they mean. So normally, if you all say for women, if we heard that, then we would just assume, no, you're not interested, and we would keep moving.
3: I, I, because you I all would, say. I, I, I would disagree. I, I, I me too. <laughs> and, me and again, too. I, I, I'm making my man card pull, but we don't say what we mean. We, we really oh. don't. We, we say the exact opposite to protect our feelings.
1: Well, wait a minute, Ron, Because let's 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 correct mm. that here. I ain't right, mm. gonna pull your card, mm. but I'm i I'm gonna throw a flag on that one. So I, I think I think that we are more direct when we know certain things. I think the less variables we have to work with would make us a little less direct. So if we're trying to figure out where you are, what's going to happen, then we, we might not be as direct. If we know we're in there, then we can be direct.
3: Agreed. <laughs> uh, Agree. But I would add to that that when we see that the female is moving a little bit more swiftly, then we, we, we will tend to follow that instead of taking the lead and allowing the female to follow us because we don't want to feel that rejection. Yeah, I'm mm. about
1: to pull your car because you're giving out too much. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies,
2: alert, alert, alert. All ladies to a different it's radio talk show. They're giving out the secrets. <laughs>
1: But Ron, let me let me ask you this question and maybe maybe you can help kind of add some color to this how sure. comfortable are you with sharing your past with with a, a, a new lady that, that you know you just get into a relationship how comfortable are you with sharing your past
3: um it depends on how much of the past the young lady wants to know there's always filters and levels of protection that okay. as a man we have to protect because okay. we don't tell everything because we don't want to scare the young lady away. But we kind of crack the door open enough to allow them to come in to meet their interests.
1: Okay. So, hear me for a second. So, you know, Pam is interested in you, and she says, well, tell me about your last relationship. And she was a crazy nut job. No, no offense. Um, would you say that she was a crazy nut job? Or how would you address that with Pam?
3: Well, as you
1: know, all of the exes are crazy nut jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Did you hear that,
3: ladies? (laughs) All all of our exes are crazy nut jobs. But the longer they stay with us, the longer the the new relationship stays with us, they will kind of figure out that it wasn't, it was two nuts in a shell and we happen to be one of (laughs) us. but i but i think i think in all honesty i think that the more you begin to the more i begin to um, understand where the relationship is going to begin to feel more comfortable and as a woman we want security too and to understand that there is actually going to be security in that relationship I think that that's when the layers really come off and you begin to be transparent about what happened in the past, um, what you're looking for uh, looking for, and where you want to take the relationship to. Okay. Pam?
2: Well, like I guess that makes sense. I mean, I don't think that anybody should reveal anything too soon. I, again, I'm one of those people that say that um, dating shouldn't be interviews. They should be free-flowing conversations. So in that being free-flowing conversations i think that in when the time is right and presented right then you'll say what you need to say about whatever at that time but i don't think you just tell it all in one big block no there's little gradual pieces that you should tell over time and when appropriate
3: i i I completely agree and i would say I, I, i may be going out on a ledge here but i don't think we ever get to know an individual completely regardless of how long you've been in a relationship married to a person you really never know a person completely they reveal what they want you to know
1: true i agree i agree with that i agree with that so so when so when is it an appropriate time to have the conversation so is it is it a couple of weeks is it a month is it Just like you just mentioned, now that I understand where the relationship is going, I can now feel more comfortable in sharing with you.
3: Um, As Pamela said, I think that it's an ongoing dialogue of you getting to know the person. It's an ongoing dialogue of of revealing, peeling back the onion and getting to the core. Um, And there are many layers to every individual. So you may be with someone for 10 years, you still haven't gotten to the core because they've only um, gotten past three layers. Um, And I'll, you know, be very transparent. Um, I I was married and was in love. And when my wife and I, we was, she would always tell me that um, being intimate was painful. As a guy, we think, you know, manhood yeah 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 manhood you know but the more i was with her and she began to cry she would just say it's, you're painful and about two or three years into the marriage after dating her for about three years she told me that the the pain was not me but it was the memory of being molested hmm. And so, at that, after five years of being intimate, and she couldn't take the pain anymore of the memory of being molested, then she finally opened up to me. But you know, when we when we were first bunny rabbits, it was just painful, and that was an ego boost. but I didn't understand what the pain was because I was still peeling back the layers and getting to know what the pain was and not being uh, uh, ego driven. So it, you, you you work through the layers.
1: But from your perspective, and and again, this is just a conversation and and hopefully it it, it goes to the effect where it helps somebody. Do you think it would have been different if you would have known that?
3: It would have been different. It would have been different. And this is what I shared with her. Um, Unfortunately, we did divorce, but I would have shared with, I shared with her if I would have known up front prior to the proposal, prior to the engagement, prior to any of that, we could have went to counseling so that I could have understood what she went through. So I could have understood what she's going through yes. and then worked through, through with her to, to, to better help her be in a relationship, a marriage with a man and not just you know jumping into a relationship with a man because of how i treated her thinking that she could uh push the pain down and the pain is just reoccurring so if i would have known up front of course there would have been counseling there would have been a lot of things it may not have been a marriage if if you know this would have
1: been discussed up front fam you got anything before i keep going
2: No, that's a very interesting perspective, though, because we never really think about the fact that it could be something, um, a painful memory that a person won't share just because, whether Mm -hmm. it's just because they're not ready, just because um, nothing has triggered it yet. And that's interesting because we get into situations and we think that it's something either, like you said, an ego booster or something that we did wrong and we had nothing to do with it.
3: Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. I just think that's kind of interesting when it comes to relationships that we don't we may never know that like you said it could take ten twenty maybe even thirty forty years before you learn everything about a person.
1: Mm-hmm. And let me say this: I, I certainly appreciate you being transparent tonight and even even sharing that. Um, I, I will say that you know I had a similar experience, and and it threw me, and so you know not understanding all the dynamics that go with that. Like, you really don't know what to do. And, and you know, so I understand totally from your perspective is you're like, hey, I'm just trying to love you. I'm trying to give you what I think that you need, but you're looking at it in a different way. Absolutely. And just to share, you know, like I was reading some statistics and I was reading an article that even talked about that. Like, if you, it, it when you talk about the things of your past, it actually um helps to make the relationship stronger and it makes the relationship healthy. Because again you're not holding back.
3: It it does. And and, and, yeah. and, and for her and I, um the the, the the unfortunate part is that we did divorce, but the fortunate part is that we're best friends. We're best mm-hmm. friends because once she revealed that to me, she could no longer be with me because of the pain. But because I loved her, I helped her through that and remained friends with her. Went to counseling with her, and now understand her, understand her hurt, understand what she's gone through, and I I respect her on a different level. So the the communication is the key. Well,
1: Ron, I think y'all should get back together. Call up. Let's let's work through this. <laughs> You know, you know she, there's just
3: some parts of my body that I can that I'll never have that she wants.
1: <laughs> I think that would be a great testament to work this out over the radio. What you think, Ted?
2: <laughs>
1: hey, Ron, stay with us. Stay with us, really quickly. Hey, folks, listen. If you have a question, if you have a comment, if you want to join in tonight's conversation, why don't you give us a call? The number here is six four six six five two. Just press the number one, let our engineer know that you are on the line, ready to talk to Lawrence and Pam. Also, if you go to May We Help You Radio Network, there is a page there for a different identity. You can also leave your questions and comments in our chat room. And really quickly, one of tonight's sponsors is audible.com. They are a leading provider of spoken audio entertainment and information. You can listen to audiobooks whenever and wherever you want. You can also get a free book when you sign up for a free 30 day trial at www.audibletrial.com using the backslash of M. W-H-Y-L-L-C. Well, folks, we're off to a great start. We're going to go to a quick commercial break, and we're going to come back for part two of this great conversation. When is it a good time to talk about your past? We'll be right back.
3: The Shops at the Renaissance are a grouping of offices tailored specifically to wedding vendors located in the Historic Arts District of downtown Richmond. If you are looking for a true one-stop shop for your ceremony and reception location, then you will find all of our pro photographers, planners, florists, hair and makeup artists, lighting, invitation, DJ and entertainment services, and wine connoisseurs all in the same place. Let us help you plan the event of your dreams. The Shops at the Renaissance, where the best in event planning call
4: their home. Have you ever pondered the true meaning of life? Why the world is filled with greed, evil, and corruption? Or if you could truly live forever? The answers to some of these questions are hidden in plain sight and are answered beyond a shadow of a doubt in the new book entitled Wake Up to the World's Best Kept Secrets, Some of the Best Kept Secrets Hidden in Plain Sight. These questions and much more are answered with irrefutable living proof, but more importantly, substantiated with profound biblical scriptural evidence used to support these eye-opening truths. With a heavy focus on the current state and plight of the so-called African Americans and black descendants of slaves scattered all around the world, this yet-to-be-released book will undoubtedly change his story as you know it. Wake up to the world's best-kept secrets will truly enlighten or re-educate the so-called African Americans and black descendants of slaves scattered all around the world. To read this eye-opening first chapter, please visit Seventh Day Publishing. Debonair Entertainment
3: is your full-service entertainment company. We feature bands, DJs, classical ensembles, and more. Whether you're planning your wedding company event, mitzvah, or birthday celebration, Debonair Entertainment has the perfect act for you. We also offer photo booth rentals to accent your event. Call us today at 804-690-7682- Or contact us on the web at debonairentertainmentinc.com. Debonair Entertainment, your party starts here. If you're the parent of a child with behavioral challenges that has been suspended, expelled, or just not able to make it in a traditional school setting, there is an alternative. Call the Metropolitan Day School today. Licensed and accredited grades K-12, through call 804-321-2595. Financial assistance and after-school programs are available. Let's turn this school year around right now at the Metropolitan Day School where eagles soar. Call Ms. Thomas today, 804-321-2595.
1: Folks, welcome back to a different identity, up close and personal with Lawrence and Pam Pam. Uh, as you know, if you're just joining the show, we are talking about when is it a good time to discuss some of your past relationships. So, Pam, you know, I, I happen to do my research and try to to kind of get a difference of opinion here. So, this guy, um, he wrote a book. This guy named Greg. He wrote a book. Um, And in the book, he talked about his experience meeting this girl named Amira. And basically, one of the things that they agreed upon, even in the beginning of the relationship, is that they would not talk about their past. It was something Hmm. that they just was not going to talk about. And so here's the funny thing about it is after they dated, I guess they dated for a while or whatever, his comment was i must have been crazy not to see that she was crazy
2: <laughs>
1: and and so i say i say all of that to to say kind of just like we talked about at the top of the show like is it a good idea and 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 what information could you find out and 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 i feel like this how how do you know where i'm going or even where i am if you don't know where I've been.
2: But see, that's just it. I don't think that you have to know everything about where I've been.
1: I didn't say everything. But you I just said no.
2: No, but you need to know some important aspects. Especially okay. those aspects that might affect you.
1: Okay. So so let's so let's ask a couple of questions while 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 we're right here. Is it important to know how many people I've dated before? No. Ron, are you still with us? I'm here. Okay. Do Do you think it's important to know how many people your ex dated? Ron, are you there?
2: Well, let me right, just add one. to why he's getting why getting um, if ahead. he's not there. But I think that um you will know if he um if he's only dated one other person. I okay. think you can tell when a person is inexperienced. Okay. Um so inexperienced versus over experienced. And I think you'll figure that out too much. You know, you'll figure that out along the way. I don't think you need to reveal that type of information about yourself.
1: Okay. So what about how many sexual encounters you've had? Is Half that important? Though. No way. And so when I asked this question of people, this one guy said to me, he was like always he always says four he's only had four sexual partners
2: um i'm not answering that obviously you know this, is, this is what i'm gonna say obviously you know it's been three because i got three children right so obviously you know it's been three experiences above and beyond that as far as you know i'm virgin mary i'm not answering them type of yeah. questions I think that that's too much information because I think that when you get into TMI, men can't handle that. So from a woman's perspective, men can not handle. It. So she run on her mouth and how about she had 25 partners? He's gonna look at her like well, she got 10 heads. Well,
1: so you know, I think I'm...
2: that if you over, if you over or under, Four. either way you got an issue. That's why I'm just I'm with the three, three, Johnson, Brandon, and Tiara. Got you.
1: All right, so so what about criminal history? Is that
2: oh, important back.
1: for you to tell somebody? Ron criminal
2: history? Okay. Yeah, you better tell me your criminal history. I am a former domestic violence survivor. You raise your hand the wrong way, and you might lose that hand. You better tell me if you got criminal history so I know just in case to carry my weapons on me and not let you know I have them.
1: I'm going to go to Ron real quick while you <laughs> recover a little
2: bit. <laughs> I knew you was. I, I
1: knew it. So, Ron, I know you may have some technical difficulties. So we were asking, like, is it important to tell somebody how many people you've dated or how many sexual encounters you've had?
3: Yes and no. Um, I think it's important to tell someone if you was a stripper down Norma jeans, because I don't want to take you. you to church and everybody done seen you and been with you.
2: you. <laughs> <laughs> he said a stripper and
1: no." The- <laughs>
3: <laughs> I, I, I think, I think before you put me in that situation, I need to make that decision if I want to be in that situation. Okay. I
2: said she the best child in the church. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um. But other Ooh. than that, no, I, 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 the past is the past. And if you are, you know, a new person and you're turning a new leaf and we're starting a new chapter, none of that matters. None of that
1: okay. really matters. Okay.
2: What about criminal You know, you know what? Wait a oh, I got go a joking in. Uh-oh. You know, it's funny because I just had to. That just made me tickle last. So me and my sister used to visit this church. I don't go so far about where the church is or any of that. Somebody might figure it out. They might figure it out. So me and my sister used to visit this church and every time this one guy got to strip, got to, oh God, I was to say stripping, shouting, I was say, Preen, I'm about to get my dollars out.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I know he had an undercover job. I know he did. I said, Preen, I'm about to get my dollars out. And she said, she used to say, girl, you crazy. I said, look at him, look at him, look at him. He, and she said, he only went dancing to you. I said, yeah, girl, I'm about to get them dollars
1: out. <laughs> oh God, <I'm> <laughs>
3: That, well, that will be a past he need to share. <laughs> yes,
2: yeah, he does. All right, Locke, you guys a serious question there. I'm, I'm
1: sorry, I No, no, it's no problem. Um, so we were talking about criminal history. So you think that is important to share?
3: Absolutely. The reason being is that if you get in a relationship with someone and you fall for them, head over heels and and you're on that verge of taking it to the next level uh, proposing getting married whatever because of that person's criminal background it may prevent the other person from moving into the career that they want to move into
1: okay uh,
3: example um let's say that you started dating someone who had a criminal background and you wanted to move into foster care Well, you couldn't do that because your partner has a criminal background. If you wanted to move into politics, all of that would come up, you know, and now you have to defend something that you didn't even know about.
1: Okay, so at what point would you want to know that? So would you want to know that in the beginning? Are we waiting three months until we've established that the relationship is going to go somewhere? Like when is a good time? Because here's here's one of the things, and he, and I think we even talked about it, is scaring someone. And so mm-hmm. the 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 second that I learned that you um you were uh, in an abusive relationship, or you were the abuser in a relationship, or to find mm-hmm. out that you have a criminal past, or to find out um that you have that that you were a stripper at Norma Jeans. Does
3: it change the perspective now? It does change the perspective. It changes the perspective, um, especially if you if you, like most people do now, case search somebody. Uh, they go on Maryland, Maryland case search. Put the person's name there, the birth date. If they're dating someone, they know the birth date, so they put it in. And you pull the person up, and you find out what happened in that background. I think it changed the dynamics if the person gets offended. And doesn't want to talk about it, it will change the dynamics because that would still say to me that number one, you haven't dealt with it, you aren't remorseful, and you haven't changed. Now, if, if that if I was to pull that up on somebody and they said, Well, you know, or they or or it came up in conversation, um, that, you know, I, I have a friend that, you know, was in a domestic violence situation and, and I brought it up that way, and then the young lady did not share. Then it will be a problem it will be a problem but if she did share and say you know i was a victim of domestic domestic violence and we talked about it then i think that you could be able to move forward with that relationship and feel like you have someone that's honest and you would know what your boundaries are um because someone in it that has been a uh, victim of domestic violence if you go to scare them if you go to hug them the wrong way they may jump and you look at them like why are you jumping i'm just playing with you But if you don't know that, you don't know not to do that.
1: And that is my
2: point exactly. And, you know, I want to add something, though, on the flip side of that, when you search a person out, you know, if you think a person is a good prospect and you search them out, um, because this world is crazy and in this day and age, that is a wise thing to do because people Mm -hmm. don't reveal things about themselves. And I think that's when it becomes a problem is that when you find out and you know it, and you're waiting for them to reveal it, and it's just like weeks, and then it's weeks, and you limiting your activity with that person because you want them to reveal the truth, and mm-hmm. you don't, you know, that's the same principle if he's a sex offender, and you mm-hmm. have children, you know, exactly. and you, they don't reveal to you that they are on the sex offender's list, and then you find them on the list, and you have them in your house around your children, even though I just, mm-hmm. I'm totally against that, but... You know, I just think that you have to be mindful that you should reveal some things. Some things mm-hmm. you need to talk about because if I mm-hmm. find it out before you tell it, then I'm gonna be an invisible ghost.
1: Okay, that's the next segment, Pam. Don't don't go too much into that. I wanna wanna hold
2: okay. that
1: to the next segment. But but Ron, um, so just like I, I was just saying. Um, I think it is because for a man, you're trying to cater your activities. You're trying to cater to make sure uh, that the person is comfortable with you. You want to do things to make them smile, to make them laugh, to to enjoy your presence, to enjoy your company. And, again, if you make the wrong type of move at the wrong time, it affects Uh them. Uh-huh. And, and that uh-huh. is the thing that they're going to hold on to. And so just like you mentioned earlier, you said something, you you talked about filters and levels of protection. Uh-huh. And so uh-huh. now being armed with information, again, I know what to do, but more importantly, I know what not to do. And that, uh-huh. for me, I try to ask the questions of people in regards in regards to their past, because I just wanna I just don't wanna make the same mistake that somebody else did, uh-huh. and I wanna have myself in the best light, putting my best foot forward. And here I go to do something like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm very playful, so I might try to wrestle with you, and now you think that I could possibly abuse you, and so uh-huh. now if for a one shot deal. I could have messed up. That could be a deal breaker for you. Because that's important to people as well.
3: What what I would say, and and this is going to sound real crazy, but when in the in that dating stage, watch a lifetime movie with your female. Every lifetime movie got some domestic violence, got some killing, got something in it. And mm-hmm. talk about it. <laughs> that's how you get it out. You talk about that movie, and you and you actually put that person in a movie. What would you do in that situation? Like, has that ever happened to you? Isn't that crazy? And see what their responses is. Mm-hmm. But for all females, and I, I have a daughter that's twenty-three and twenty years old. I tell them, when you're dating someone, do your homework. search.com. Do your homework. Don't let nobody take you nowhere unless you know who you take. Uh, let them take you somewhere. Do mm-hmm. your homework, because people are crazy. Got it,
1: so it looks like we have a comment from a chat room listener, and and they're basically saying that within the first few weeks you should have that talk. You don't have to give your whole history, but things that may impact the future of the relationship, you should have that conversation with someone within the first sixty days. Pam
2: I agree with that. I think that um again, right back to the same the same scenario, when you start, especially at this age, we're our 40s, you know, late 30s, early 40s, if you are truly interested in a relationship, you are truly moving forward. So there are some things that you do proactively instead of reactively. So don't wait until you all head over heels and now you figure you need to do a search on this person because they're not telling you much. When you should be actually doing it in the beginning stages, It's like they said, within those first 60 days, to find out what this person is really about and are they being honest and upfront with you? Because people are crazy. We live yeah. in a day and age where people don't won't tell you the worst of themselves. They'd rather tell you the best and I hope you don't find out about the worst.
1: Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so funny. I had, and I think I've shared this story before. Uh, hopefully the person um, is not on here, but if you, if so, I won't call out any names, um, but they met someone over Facebook. And they dated for a while and um, ended up becoming engaged. And, and the person uh, decided to move here to Maryland, to Maryland, to the state that they were in, um, to, to be with them. And she did not do the case search, what her girlfriend did. And they found out some information uh, about this particular person, and they went to share it with her, and she rejected it. Uh, Not only did she reject mm-hmm. the information, right, she now told the girlfriends that they were jealous and she wanted nothing else to do with them.
2: hmm uh, I've heard those scenarios play out like that. I've heard that. That's why, you know, it's the same principle with women. It's almost like a code. It's another principle that says that if you see her man with another woman, if you ain't going to beat her or the man down, then don't even tell the the other girl about it because as far as she's concerned, you're lying. Hmm. So you don't share that information. You let her find out, and then you just be that shoulder for her to cry on and then.
3: But what happens (laughs) when she does find out and she finds out that you knew?
2: She won't find out that you know.
1: Okay. God, don't say that, Pam. Don't, don't say that. Uh, I'm
2: going I'm um. I'm, I'm 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 to give you a clear scenario. So when I was um in my early 20s, my best friend at that time, I would see her boyfriend every night come and pick up a girl from the same job I worked at. Every night. I watched her for a month. She head over heels over this guy, and I'm saying in my head, he's picking up this girl, kissing her, they get getting in the car, and they going home, going wherever they go. So I decided to tell her. I told her what he was doing every night, and I'd watched him. She she confronted him. He said I was lying and I was jealous and I wanted him, and she believed him. We stopped speaking for 20 years. Uh-huh. I ran into her in a grocery store, and she came up to me and hugged me and said she had been asking God um, cross my path because she wanted to apologize to me. Uh-huh because she found out he really was cheating within six months. But by the time I had moved away and we had stopped talking. But that's what women do. So we don't get, I'm telling you, as women, we don't get cross it. we don't reveal, we know nothing about it, unless you're gonna do something about it at that moment.
1: Okay. Uh, Okay. Well, hey, folks, we hope that you are enjoying our conversation on tonight. Again, if you have a question, you have a comment, I'm here, Pam's here, and even Dr. Ron, and I forgot to give you uh, the proper acknowledgement, doctor. Um, So please forgive me for that. But again, if you have a question or comment, you know what to do, 646-652-2512, press the number one. You can also go to May We Help You Radio Network. There is a page there for a different identity, and you can enter the chat room and leave your questions and comments there. Really quickly, Adam & Eve is one of the nation's largest marketers of adult products with millions of satisfied customers in the United States and all over the world. They were founded in 1971, and Adam & Eve is one of the oldest names in the rapidly evolving adult industry. To learn more about Adam & Eve and their products, you can visit our sponsor page on at MayWeHelpYouRadio.com. Folks, we're going to take a quick commercial break and we are going to be right back with part three of this great, great conversation. When is it a good time to share about your past relationships? We'll be right back.
2: Hey, this is Lou Stevens with Lou Stevens Glam Squad. I started the business 26 years ago and we've grown it to have more than 20 stylists and over 3,000 weddings now under our belts. We're an amazing team to come out and do hair and makeup for your wedding day on location here in the Richmond area or on location for destination weddings anywhere. Also, we have a training academy, Glam Squad Academy for stylists that would like to learn how to do what we do and become one of our Glammys. So if you're interested in booking us to come out and do your wedding or you'd like to become a Glammy, please just give us a call at 804-305-3965 or go ahead and reach us online at newstevens.com
3: If you were designing the perfect dating site, what would you include? A private voice or video chat room? A private photo gallery and profile area? How about matches based on similar interests? And to keep it special, you could add profile blocking, no third-party intervention, spam protection, and even monthly drawings for great prizes and more. That's exactly what you'll find at milesapart.dating. Visit milesapart.dating today and get a free one-year membership while they last. That's milesapart.dating.
0: Hi, this is Emmett Hickam with Richmond Bridal Consulting. We are the winners of the Knot's Best of Weddings and wedding Wires Couples' Choice Awards. People ask me, Emmett, why should I hire a wedding planner? My response is this.
3: We know the wedding industry, so we can guide you through the landmines of the wedding planning process and to make this a perfect wedding for you. Contact us today for a free consultation at 804 691 4441
4: or www.richmondbridalconsulting.com. And
0: remember, here at Richmond Bridal Consulting, we take care of the to-do. You focus on the I-do.
2: Brought to you by...
4: On the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network. Only on the May We Help You Radio Network.
2: Only on May We Help You Radio Network. So on the May We Help You Radio Network. MWHY Radio Network. May We Help You Radio.
3: On the May We Help You Radio Network.
4: Only on the May We Help You Radio Broadcast Network. The network that helps you.
1: Folks, welcome back to A Different Identity Up Close and Personal with Lawrence and Pam and our special guest, uh, Dr. Ron, who came on to join us tonight. Again, we certainly appreciate you uh, sharing your insight, and I appreciate the fact that I got somebody on my side for once, so we certainly mm, appreciate mm, that. mm,
2: mm, (laughs) That's all I'm going to say. (laughs)
3: <laughs> well, so you, you got me for tonight, but but after tonight, I'm on, I'm on Pam's side. <laughs> hey, oh. One day at a time, one step at a time. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm good <laughs> with you tonight. Y'all are good All right.
1: So really quickly, so so we 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 we, we kind of laid the groundwork on it, and so you know we talked about case searches, we talked about having the conversations, we talked about the time frame. So now, what what happens if you find out something? That the person didn't tell you what from the female perspective, Pam. What, what does that look like? You, you you find out that that I that I've been arrested. You find out um, that I was uh, a stripper down um, at a, at a club. You you find out something that you believe that I should have told you. How how do you? Well,
2: well, that well let's let's back up through your scenarios, though. the each scenario is a little different. So if I find out you was a stripper at the club. It depends on you would like that. You, you yeah, to you that were like skill. that. We yeah. might to utilize that skill. <laughs> I much. So that might not be a bad skill to have. You might not get scolded for that. But moving on, if it was something that was dangerous or serious, like a crime you committed or, you know, you on the sex offenders list, something, I got, I got to move on. I'm really just going to disappear. Personally, Pam is just going to disappear. And I think some women may want to have the conversation, but I don't see why there's a need to have a conversation. As far as I'm concerned, omission is as good as lying, and I can't handle it. So, for you to tell, for me to find out that information, and you not just reveal it, is too much for me. So, it, again, it depends on what what the occasion is. Okay, that's the female perspective.
1: Dr. Ron, you want to add some color? I would say, depending
3: on how. Um, serious the charge how long ago the charge was um, depends on my reaction um, if you were graduating out of high school 18 19 20 years old did something stupid and we now in our 40s uh i it wouldn't be a big deal to me what, what, okay. what would be a big deal is that you still lying about it that's that would be the true. big deal the, the charge would not be the issue because you did that you made a mistake you moved forward but why are you forty years old and you're still lying about it?
1: Okay, so I get that and I certainly agree with you. So so what if and, and this is for both of you, so what if they say, Hey, I was, you know, I'm trying to start a new chapter, you know, I just joined this church. I, I figured that it's time for me to get my life together, and I did not want to say anything that would be disappointing to you. And so now that you know, I'm willing to tell you whatever you want to know at this point, but I was disappointed. I I, I did not want anything to hinder me getting to that next place or that next level with you.
2: You letting the devil
1: use you. I
3: could respect that.
2: I'm not. You letting the devil use you because I'm going to tell you why. That's an excuse, and I think that as adults, we got to get away from using excuses for our behavior. We're grown now. We don't have to sneak. We don't have to lie. We don't have to omit. You are who you are. All of those things that happened made you who you are. I'm either going to accept you once you tell me, or I'm going to move on, but give me that choice. Don't make it for me.
3: I, I could respect the fact that you're trying to change that you moved on to a next chapter. I agree with um, Pam that you should give me that opportunity to make that choice and not make that choice for me because when you when you actually make that choice for me, you put me in a box to force me to make a choice immediately instead of instead of talking through it, digesting um, it, mm-hmm. uh, and then, coming up with a choice, but now you've put me in a box to make a choice out of emotion. Okay,
1: so let me ask this question. Um, Go ahead. um,
3: um, So I think I, I can respect the fact that you're trying to move forward. I can respect the fact that you want to start a new chapter. I can respect all of that, but still give me the opportunity to have the dialogue to see if I want to put myself in that situation with
1: you. You. Now, again, at the top of the show, I, I talked about the scales, and I talked about um, there's two different types of scales, and there's a scale for the things that you've done, and then there's a scale for the things that someone else has done. And so now that you find out something about the person, but you have a secret that you didn't share with them, are you, are you leaning to be more forgiving that they didn't tell you or you just gonna disappear.
2: Well, first of all, I'm kinda of crazy, so I'm gonna tell you everything you need right. to know. If you go searching for something on business looking for, yeah, you know I'm kinda of, large, shut up. So <laughs> you know that there is there's nothing left for you to find out. See, I, I feel like at this age you should be transparent. Transparent. Why are you holding on to secrets? See, that's one thing about growing up that I don't get from adults. Why are you still sneaking, lying, um, going around corners? You did that when you couldn't do things because your parents were going to punish you or you were going to get in trouble. But as you get older, you now have free will. The only person I ask you now is God. You got free will to do these things. So why do you feel like you have to lie to get a person to like you, lie to get a person to accept you? Either a person is meant to be in your life or they're not. So I think we have to take the good with the bad when it comes to, um, so I ain't hiding enough. I'm not hiding a thing, on Not a thing.
3: Dr. Ron? <laughs> I'm over here cracking up. <clears throat> I'm cracking up because I said, you asked me a question about exes, and I mm-hmm. said, all of our exes are crazy, right? Miss Pam got an ex. She just confirmed she's crazy.
1: <laughs> and, and you didn't even have to, You didn't even have to
3: ask. You just told you, right? So, so I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> um, no, I'm just teasing. I, ne, next time I'll be on your side, Miss Pam. I'll be on your side. I, but I'm always okay. talking. Okay, that's fine. I can take. It. I can
2: handle it. I can handle it.
3: Um, Okay, so what what was the question? Let me answer the question. What was the question?
1: Well, just basically talking about, like, if you know that there's something that you didn't share, and so Mm -hmm. now you find out something about the person, you confront them on it, it, and and you know that you haven't completely shared a lot of things that are associated with you in your past relationships, Mm -hmm. does that call for some leniency? Or in Pam's case, do you just disappear?
3: well as 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 people, we are more critical on others than we are on ourselves.
1: Thank you, Checkmark. Mark.
3: So, I am going to condemn you more for not telling me your past, but actually to forgive me of mine. And that's how we all are so when i when I didn't tell you about what happened in my past or i and I didn't tell you and you cussed me out. I'm going to say we're the Christian and you. I thought you said you went to church. You're supposed to forgive me. You're supposed to look at me in a different light. But when you don't tell me something about you, oh, I'm going to be hypocritical and I'm not going to forgive you. And I'm going going to remind you of when you didn't forgive me, so now I'm not going to forgive you. But I think that in, in all actuality, that when we find out something from somebody else that they did not reveal, that I think that we should show the same type of grace and mercy that we expect that other person to show us. Absolutely.
1: Absolutely. That, that
3: That's how I feel. I think that we should be just as kind, understanding, loving, caring, that we expected that person to feel when we was in the situation and not be hypocritical and say, this is what you did to me, so now I'm going to do it to you.
1: Got you. So really quickly, we got to wrap up here, but I want to ask this last question, Pam. Yes or no, Doctor Ron. Yes or no. Is there something about a person that you would never want to know, Pam? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Doctor Ron, you say the same thing. Yes. Yes. All
3: right, folks, we're on
2: yeah. this hot topic, launch, so don't be, don't don't close the show up yet. I got I have to give my plug because this is so, this is all in my book. So I must remind our listening audience that if you do not have my series, Save Single Sister Real Talk, today's your lucky day. You can go to my website today, and you just might find that book on sale. So go to www.savesinglesister.com. Now, Laura, hey, you the show.
3: Ms. Cham for, for those of us who have dyslexia and don't know how to spell that, can you give us the spelling of that?
2: Absolutely. It's www.sav as in Victor, E as in egg, D as in dog, S-I-N as in Nancy, G, L as in lady, E as in egg, S-I-S, T as in Tom, E as in egg, R as in robert.com.
1: Good stuff. Well, once again, Dr. Ron, we want to thank you for joining us and adding your perspective to tonight's conversation. But it wouldn't be possible if it wasn't for you, you, and you folks. We thank you so much for joining the show. We thank you so much for sharing this time with us. We certainly appreciate it. We're out of time, but we're never out of things to talk about. So we want you to join us again next week, same time, same station, because why, Pam?
2: When you know better, you do better. Good night, everyone.
1: Good night. Thank you you again.
0: Once upon a morning, there was a freshly brewed Café coffee. It was made with 100% Arabica beans, yet something was missing. Fear not, in the distance, a sausage McMuffin with egg rides toward the sunrise in quest for breakfast. The perfect pair met at McDonald's, and mornings were happy forever after. Right now, get a $1 small coffee and a $2 sausage McMuffin with egg from the $1, dollars menu. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal.